you're listening to the Travel Geniuses Podcast for travel agents who love planning vacations for their clients, but wish the business side of things was just a little bit easier. This is episode 15. Do you even need a blog? Let's find out. Travel Geniuses, Christy here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Before I jump in and get started with the topic for this week, I want to share something with you because I'm super, super excited about it. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about the topic of last week's podcast about not getting overwhelmed and not um, having this long list of things you're trying to learn and do and not getting distracted and pulled off of your focus by all these other ideas you're getting from all angles. So I've created something for you called the one page marketing plan. And what it does is basically walks you through choosing your niche, choosing your specialty, choosing your marketing channels, and um, creating a plan to really wow your clients. So um, I'm super duper excited about it. And I'm actually going to create a challenge around this for the beginning of the year. Um, I believe the plan right now is to start it on January 7th. So I'm recording this uh, the second week in December. So if you're listening after that, just know this about the time frame. So the challenge, I'm going to start the week of January 7th, because personally, I have a ton going on this time of year, and I'm sure everybody does. Uh, so I just can't handle anything else right now. Most of the time, if I get through the holidays without a mental breakdown, <laughs> I consider that a success. So I want to get through the holidays, kind of have some time to plan and recharge. And then January 7th, we're going to jump right into this and we'll do we'll work through this together in the Facebook group and just plan out your business and pick one thing for each of those marketing categories that I have in the workbook. And then you'll know for the year coming up um, what to pay attention to, first of all, as far as your education and learning and all this information coming at you. So if you choose Facebook as one of your marketing channels, and I talk to you about Brianna Glenn's amazing Instagram training, you'll know to just ignore that. You won't have to hem and haw and worry and stress. Oh, should I buy it? Should I not? Should it might be good. And it you can just ignore that because you'll know that's not one of the marketing channels you've chosen. Um, this will also help you have a plan for what to work on throughout the year. Now, this isn't going to be a comprehensive guide to everything marketing, but it will help you um, just know what you need to do instead of sitting there. I know I have a lot of paralysis around not knowing what to do. I, I can't act if I don't know what I'm doing. And there's just a million different things I could do. So it really helps me to focus in and know I just have this one task. I have this one goal, this one thing I need to figure out and start playing with and and doing and taking action on. So I think this plan will really help a lot of you if you're like me and have that problem where there's just so much to do that you kind of get paralyzed like a deer in headlights because you just don't know which direction to turn. So I'm hoping that's my goal with this is that this will really help with a lot of that. I think it's going to really help you make some great progress on your business this year. So go ahead and grab that at travelgeniuses.com slash one page marketing plan. And then go ahead and join the Facebook group. It's travelgeniuses.com slash Facebook group. I'll have some additional content that I'm releasing in there. And also I'll be in there just to kind of cheer you guys on and you can work with each other to maybe brainstorm some ideas around some of these things. So I think it's going to be 
a really great way to start the year, really motivated and excited about your business. So anyway, that's enough about this. Let's go ahead and start with the podcast. In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about blogging and first answer the question, do you even need a blog? And the answer is no. If you listen to my episode, you'll hear me say a lot, like you don't ever have to do anything. Um, what you, well, you don't have to do it a certain way, but you do have to have a way for people to find you. And blogging is one way to do that. There are other ways like uh, having a YouTube channel and making YouTube videos. Podcast is another way. You can do um, events, local events, and have people come to see you speak. So there are lots of different ways to get the attention of new potential clients. But blogging is a really easy, low cost, low tech way to get started with that. You don't need any fancy equipment, you don't need any video editing skills or photography skills. You just need a website and a keyboard. That's it. Now, I can hear you right now, but I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do travel writing. You don't have to. And the less you know about travel writing, honestly, the better. I'll talk a little bit more about that later in this episode. But first, I want to talk about how a blog actually helps because personally, I tend to not want to do something unless I really understand why it's going to benefit me. So I want you to understand how it helps and how it'll help you get attention of new potential clients to your site and help them get to know you. Um, So I'm going to get into a little bit of technical stuff. We're going to talk about search engine optimization or SEO a little bit here. So bear with me. I'm not going to go into great detail because I don't know. I'm not an SEO expert. I just know enough to be dangerous. (laughs) So um, what SEO is, or search engine optimization, is optimizing your website and your blog posts so that you show up in the Google searches. Now, a lot of people out there are going to try to teach you a lot of what we call black hat um, techniques and try to game the system. Please do not do that. Um, That is a sure way to get blacklisted by Google. What you want to do, think about Google's whole purpose for being. They are there and what they want is to be the number one search engine. So when somebody wants to find something online, they want to be the first choice. And to do that, they need to provide the best and most relevant results. If you remember years ago using the internet, gosh, I'm thinking back to dial up times right now. I hated the internet. It's my very favorite thing right now. (laughs) But back then I hated it because I would search for something and, you know, click on the first thing that came up and have to wait and wait and wait for the results to come up first and then click on something and wait and wait and wait for the page to come up. And then it wasn't even what I needed. So then I had to back up and repeat the whole process again. And that was awful. Um, Google's gotten very good at providing much better results right away. And they've done that by shutting down a lot of these things that people do to try and, you know, use black hat techniques to game the system and be found even though their content might not be relevant. Um, So back in the day, people used to put white text at the bottom of their pages with a white background. So you couldn't see it full of all these random keywords that would, you know, the Google bots would see that and rank the site higher because it had all these keywords. Well, now that's out the window. Um, And if you do that, you'll actually potentially be blacklisted and they won't show your site for any results. So the best way to be found on Google and the best SEO technique without being an SEO expert is to just write for people. 
what you want to do is have one question or one topic in mind when you're writing something. And you want to think about what people are searching for in Google. So if I am taking my family to Italy, and I want to know uh, where where are we going to eat in Italy that my kids are going to be happy because all they want is pizza and french fries. Okay, this is a terrible example, because Italy is full of pizza. Let's say my kids will only eat chicken nuggets. Okay. So my kids will only eat chicken nuggets and really bland American food, chicken nuggets and burgers. And I want to know where I can take them in Italy. That's going to have some nice food for my husband and I, but some really bland, boring food for my kids. Um, I will Google like best food for kids in Italy. And if your post, if you've written a blog post about this and you have answered that question, then you're going to show up potentially higher in the search rankings than other people. There's a lot more that goes into SEO. There's backlinks and a bunch of other stuff. But for your purposes, and all you need to worry about is picking one question and providing the answer to that question. Now, there are times when your blog post won't necessarily follow this because you're also writing these for your current clients and people who follow you. Um, So you might write a trip report or something. But for the most part, The easiest way to do your blog post and use it as a marketing tool is to answer one question per post. And the question you're answering, that would be your keyword phrase. Um, So you want to try and think of the one question people might ask and then just provide the answer in your blog post. One of the things that I find the hardest about creating content is trying to figure out what to create the content about. So if I'm writing a blog post or a newsletter or creating a podcast episode, if I don't have it already planned out, like haven't decided yesterday or last week what the topic of this episode is going to be, when I sit down and say, okay, I need to record a new episode, if I don't already have that topic in mind, it's torture. I can't think of what to say. Every idea I come up with seems horrible and I tend to put it off. So I don't even a lot of times sit down to record the episode because I know I don't know what to talk about and the thought of sitting there and trying to figure it out, um, just is not a pleasant thought. So to help you avoid this with your blog post, and I think this is the number one tip, um, because I think if you do this, you've already gone through half the battle of creating content for your website. So I want you to sit down and come up with 10 different topic ideas centered around your niche and your specialty. So think about if you haven't already, um, chosen your niche and your specialty. I know I sound like a broken record, but episode three is your niche. And episode 12 is where I talk about choosing your specialty. So go back and listen to those if you haven't already chosen that. But if you have, sit down with those in mind and think about the questions that your clients have asked you already about that or um, the questions you think people might have or um, find Facebook groups or forums online of people that are part of your niche and look for questions they're asking about travel. So create a list, come up with just 10. Gosh, even if you want to come up with five, that's fine. But I think 10 will just give you a backlog. So then you can kind of relax and just create content for a little while, but come up with a list of questions and then your blog post, all you have to do, you guys, you don't have to be a travel writer. You don't have to be a professional writer. You don't have to sound professional. You just have to answer those questions. And the best way to do that is to really just pretend that your best friend came over and said, hey, I'm planning a trip to Greece. Here's my question. And then you just answer it. And I actually 
have a, I call it the BFF test. So after you've written your blog post, have your BFF, your best friend or your sister or your mom or somebody read it or read it with them in mind and ask yourself if they would tell you you sound like a nerd when they read it. I think we all tend to try to sound professional. I know there's a lot of imposter syndrome out there where we feel like we're not good enough, we're not professional enough. So we try to make up for that and try to sound professional. Um, Don't do that. Read it back to yourself and ask yourself if you would be embarrassed if your best friend read it. Like, would you feel like, oh, she's going to think I'm trying to be somebody I'm not you just really want to be yourself. Trust me, you guys, this works. With this podcast, it's always the episodes that I am really embarrassed about and I don't want to publish them, but I've put it off to the last minute. So I didn't have time to really edit it or um, make it sound as professional as I want it to. Those are the ones that I get the most compliments on because I'm just being myself. I'm just talking to you like you're my friend. You are my friends. I really want you guys to succeed. So I care about you. And that's what you want to come through in those blog posts. Remember, I mentioned no like and trust. They can't like you if you're pretending to be somebody you're not. And even if you're really silly and use a lot of whatever, whatever your personality is, there are always going to be some people that don't like it that would prefer you are more professional or less professional and others who are going to love you just for being yourself. And how much more fun is your business going to be if you just get to be yourself in it and you don't have to try to pretend to be somebody else. So let the people who want somebody with a different personality, go find that person with a different personality. You just worry about finding the people who vibe with you and appreciate your sense of humor and your personality. And that's the best way to really love your business is if you have clients that love you for who you are. Now, there are a couple tools that can help you. If you prefer to do it this way, you can record yourself talking into your phone and use the dictation service or whatever on the phone. I don't, sorry, I don't know about Androids, but I know Apple has a thing where you can write notes and you just talk and it types out the words and then you can sync that with your laptop and then go back and edit. There's also a tool called Temi. It's T like Tom, E, M like Mary, I. And that is a transcription service. It's all automatic, so it's not perfect, but they only charge 10 cents a minute. So you can, again, record yourself talking either in your laptop or in your phone and send them the file And then they will charge you if you've talked for 30 minutes, it's $3 and they'll create a transcript and then you'll have to go in and edit it and kind of cut the paragraphs up and things like that. But um, that's another really good way if you don't want to type it all up and you find you're getting too stiff and professional when you're typing, sometimes just talking and imagine yourself talking to your friend. That may help. You can also call a friend and record the phone call if you find you're still really too stiff in your delivery. There's a tool I use called Tape a Call Pro. I think it might have been a couple dollars for the app, but um, that I can call anybody and it records the phone call. And then again, you can send that file to Temi and have them write the transcript for you as well. So those are some ways if you find you're getting too stiff. There's also an app called the Hemingway app. This is not a phone app. This is a web application. So just on your web, on the website, HemingwayApp.com. They do have a paid version, but you don't need that. Just copy and paste your text into that. And it will tell you if you've used some bigger words than you should or have 
really long sentences or long paragraphs, things like that. Hemingway was known for writing in really simple language. And that's what this app is is meant to help you do to avoid jargon and things that are just going to confuse and frustrate your readers. It helps you keep it at a lower reading level, which is what people want. And that's what will draw people in and keep them on your site. So those are my tips for actually getting the writing done. First is make a list in advance of 10 topics and schedule that time and just know, okay, here, I'm going to cover question number one, I'm going to cover question number two. Um, And then write just like you're being a person and use some of those tools if you're having a hard time doing that. Now, I know a lot of experts will tell you you need to blog every week or I've even seen some say every day. And if you're a major company and you have a staff of writers who can create all this content and have nothing else to do with their time, go ahead and do that. But if you're like me and you're just one person doing this on your own, don't worry about creating a blog post every week. If all you can manage right now is once a month, do once a month. If you can do once every two weeks, do it once every two weeks, but just do what you can right now, especially if this is a new practice for you. It's going to be a little scarier and take you a little more time. So do what you can and ease into it. If you create this massive goal that there's no way you can keep up with it, you're just going to get frustrated and give up. I'd rather you do once every month or every two months than not doing it at all. And if you find that doing it once a month is easy and you think you can manage an extra one, go ahead and do it. But just start slow. Don't start with something that there's just no way you're going to be able to keep up. I want this to be something that you do on an ongoing basis so that you can start getting some um, people finding your blog on the search engines. And then talk about it, you guys. Share it with your friends and family. Share it in your newsletter that you're sending out to your clients. Post it in your social media accounts. Link to it um, in your email signature. All of these things will help get eyeballs on your website. The more eyeballs on your website, the more people are going to get to know, like, and trust you, and the more clients you'll have that are your right kind of clients because your topics are on point and you're being you. So they're going to be people who really enjoy you and want to work with you. And that's it for this episode. I feel like these have been a little short lately, but I'm really trying to keep it to just one point so that I don't have you leaving an episode with a million things on your to-do list. So for this week, like I said, just make that list of topics and then write a blog post. And as soon as you do that, please send me a link. I'd love to see what you're doing. Send it to Christy at travelgeniuses.com. And then of course, don't forget, please go grab that download at travelgeniuses.com slash one page marketing plan, and then join the Facebook group travelgeniuses.com slash Facebook group. I feel like I'm giving you a lot of homework this week, but don't forget to do that because we are going to start that challenge next year and uh, we'll work through all this together, but you're more than welcome to download it now and sort of get an idea of what's to come. So I will see you next time. You guys have a great week. Bye.